0: hey guys uh we are back um this is columbus uh which is usually doing paranormal stuff and then we have miss tangents over here as (laughs) well and then we have also true crime partnering with us tonight uh she'll be in soon uh, hopefully yeah hopefully <laughs> um but anyways so hopefully you guys la- liked last week's episode so today we're going to talk about a little bit of paranormal and also uh just some of my because i used to work on an ambulance and i also did home healthcare and end-of-life care, so we're going to talk about some stories that I have, and then other than that, I'm going to just read you some different stories online. Uh, so, well, my week and weekend has been busy, as always. I, uh, I'm i just a really busy person, as you know. Like I've, I'm rarely at home, or even yeah. if I am home, I'm working. Uh, you just I like mean, to stay busy. I do, I do, uh, and and my therapist loves to point out that that's a trauma response, and it is. <laughs> but yeah, that's The okay. busier you
1: keep yourself, the more you don't have to think about the things yeah. you've been through.
0: Yeah, it's like I'm not getting treatment or anything. It's like I go to therapy like um, once every two weeks and stuff, and I'm doing good. At like, and I have coping mechanisms that I do do, like meditation, e. Why can I EFT tapping, which is emotional freedom technique tapping and then Never heard of that? Yeah, it's they're actually I'll send you a video of it. It's really nice. Um pretty much you'll go through like affirmations and like pretty much you'll like just point out like five things that are in your immediate area, like okay, like there's a water bottle to my right. And then just pretty much like you're grounding yourself. Like you're recognizing that you're in a safe place. You know what I right. mean? Like if you're having like anxiety or something. Yeah, like
1: you're grounding yourself in the moment.
0: Yeah. And like you're making yourself be more aware to where, again, like you start grounding yourself to calm down. And then the tapping, though, is like you'll, there's like different, I guess in a way, like pressure points that you'll tap on, um, which is like there's. A few on your face. There's your the outside of your hands. Like it's hard. Like the side and outside of your hands. It's like I don't know. Like I said, this is why I have to show you, send you a video. But um, yeah. And you like a, you got like your elbows and like your chest bone and stuff like that, or collarbone, whatever you want to call it. Um, it's all in the video. You'll see. And then there's also other tapping, which is, I might be saying this, but it's kundalini yoga tapping. Pretty much you're going to sit in, like, something that's comfortable. I always like to sit, like, where you'll see, like, the normal, like, yoni, or not yoni, yoga, meditation. I
1: uh, I think a yoni is a ghost. Yep.
0: No, yoni, well, it might be. Yoni is your lovely lady bits.
1: Uh, I swear to God, that's a name for a ghost.
0: I mean, it might be, but uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm ghost. just
1: really wrong, and I just, I'm. Mean, <laughs> it's either thing, or I'm saying it wrong. <laughs> I'm just saying vagina over and over.
0: <laughs> the vagina ghost. <laughs> I'm uh, gonna look
1: it up. I swear to God, that's the thing.
0: Uh, limited Halloween yoni ghost. Yoni. <laughs> I'm kind of scared to type and it in now. It's still a I don't know what website vagina. The only thing I've found so far is a, like, some type of art piece that says Limited Halloween Yoni Ghost. And it is $200, it's so and it's still a vagina.
1: I don't know. I can't find it. But I know, like, it's a oh, thing. Yeah. I'm
2: pretty sure it's so, on um, Phasmophobia. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's
0: Oni. O-N-I.
2: Oni,
1: that's why it sounded familiar.
0: You're Yami. yodi. Oh my god,
1: that's a ghost.
0: The vagina gets... ghost.
1: <laughs> so good at haunt your dreams, bitch.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh my god.
0: So, but yeah, so this other type of tapping is kundalina yoga tapping, Pretty much how I'm always comfortable is just, like, in the whole, like, where you cross your legs. (laughs) Like, crisscross applesauce. Um,
1: I think it's weird that none of us know how to say sit with your legs crossed without saying applesauce. (laughs) As adults.
0: (laughs) Well, I think it's because we grew up, actually the old name which i'm not gonna say because it's like kind of offensive
1: yeah i know what you're talking about
0: so that's not that's why I named say after are indigenous yeah. so that's why i say crisscross by applesauce now because i used to I say know, it like I that because that's course. how we were brought up to say yeah it.
1: and I, I never thought that that was bad and then the older i got i'm like mm, yeah like uh, controversial yeah.
0: Yeah, that's like really offensive as shit.
1: Um, yeah. We're not gonna say that no more. <laughs> no. But I just think it's funny that we have like literally not come up with any way of saying it other than crisscross applesauce. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, if you that's how I'm comfortable sitting though. And then you're just gonna close your eyes, go into the meditation, and then you're gonna take like the um You know, like the, how you picture someone sitting like that. And how, you like how they do like the fingers where it's like, I don't know, kind of reminds you of like like, the the fingers, like hurry up and look at this and like then you get punched or something.
1: The Buddha fingers.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And here, so you're going to do that. Okay. But you're going to be moving your fingers. So you're going to do like your pointer onto your thumb and go like saw. And the, and then you're going to take your middle and tap it to your thumb and go ta. I might be saying this out of order too, by the way. So, But anyways, you're going to do that. And it's going to be sa, ta, na, ma. And this is like a massage for your brain, but also a grounding technique, since you're also being aware of your body. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Again, I will send you links to this. Yes. It's really good. And there's like other techniques, but those are like my favorite ones. And then just regular, just meditation and doing like affirmations like i am smart i am worthy i am enough stuff like that um i forget where i was going with this to be completely honest though
1: oh you're just telling me about your day oh
0: yeah i like i said i'm always busy like oh yeah like i was just saying it's just, like i try to keep myself busy i've always been that way though and yeah, it is a trauma response, but I am getting, like I said, treatment. I, I've been going to therapy for like the last two or three years. so like I'm getting the help I need. Like I no longer have to even take medication anymore because like I was on antidepressants and anti-anxiety medication and now I don't need that because, well, because I've gone to therapy and I have my coping mechanisms now.
1: That's good. I'm, oh my God, I'm so proud of you. Like, I love that for you so much yeah
0: and uh yeah i think it's been like a year since i've had my medication which is great because i not like i finally like it took me like going through like six medications to find like the good one for me because Mm -hmm. a lot of them have really bad side effects like they'd make my depression or anxiety worse right or i'd be completely numbed, like where i literally just felt like okay i have a heartbeat but i felt like a zombie
1: so Mm -hmm. or my dad was like that whenever he was on antidepressants and it got to the point where, like, my mom thought he was going you know. to,
0: himself. Going to
1: Yeah. I was trying to yeah. figure out a way to say it. Yeah. But, no, um, I,
0: I was like that as well. I mean, I was already like that before medication. Hence why I got a medication. Right. And one of them made it worse. Like, Lily, like, Doug can they even tell you, like, I, Lily, like, had a breakdown before. And he's just like, you need to stop taking this.
1: So yeah, I did. so it the way my dad was. Um, They put him on this medication. It caused him to gain 75 pounds in a month. And, you know, on top of the weight gain, it also caused him to be more depressed and he would lay around and do any like just wouldn't do anything. He was like a zombie. And my mom was like really mad and like really went at the doctor about it. And eventually it took um, my dad getting up out of bed and taking the pills and flushing them down the toilet and just quitting cold turkey for him to get out of that
0: yeah yeah because usually they try to get you to taper off of them um i'm gonna be now again none of us are doctors so i want to say this clearly if you know for anyone listening if you have any type of medication like this you need to consult your doctor still and if you don't if your doctor's not listening to you it's time to find a new doctor i don't recommend cutting them off cold turkey unless you have like literally someone in there that's watching you because it can't end badly um most of the time you're supposed to taper off of those things but if you're feeling not so the best and you're having not so great thoughts you might need to tell your doctor that you you're wanting to go off cold turkey and to get you another medication to help at least numb you for a bit right that's how that sounds um which, like I said, like I was going back to like the medication I was on that I finally did like, and it did like it made me feel really good, honestly. It even helped me like quit smoking like the first time around. and um, but the only side effect it did have is that it would cause horrible ringing in your ear, the tinnitus or whatever it's called.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And oh, that was so annoying. but it's better than having bad thoughts or just having closet anxiety attacks or triggers because as you know like how bad my ptsd is which for the viewers don't that don't know me like 11 years ago come september my ex actually my ex i was super abusive thought and killed five of my friends because i left him and i was trying to get away from him so i have a lot of ptsd baggage um so, again, and I waited way too late to start therapy over it. Um, but we are here now, and I'm a lot better.
2: So, I- Ms. Steph,
1: how's your week been? You've um, <clears throat> been quiet this afternoon. <laughs> it
3: could, yeah, it could be, could be better. Uh, could be worse. Uh, I mean, life is okay, per se. Um, I don't know, I've just been really in my feels this week, um, mostly because, you know, we lost my, my cousin Christopher last week, um, so that's been rough to deal with, um, but also, I've just been, like, really pissed this week for some reason, like, I've been in one of those moods where, like, I hate everybody and everything. And, like, if you breathe too loud near me, I'm like, why are you breathing? You know? So, I don't know. I'm just, I'm in, I'm really in my feels and kind of, like, on a heightened anxiety, like, ridden week.
1: Brittany and I definitely know how that feels. Yeah. Um, We also lost our cousin. It was, like, Brittany was born, three months later, he was born, three months later, I was born. So, it was, like, right in a row, and, um, we lost him to addiction, unfortunately, and he was 19, and that was, that was definitely rough, that was, that shook the entire family. Yeah.
3: Yeah, Chris is 27, so. That's awful. He grew up really close to me, like, when we were younger, we were closer, and then life kind of got in the way when we got older, and, uh. We didn't hang out as much, and, you know, that really sucks, but, you know, just sucks. I mean, this family's, you know, I didn't even, I love my family to death, but, like, um I didn't even find out from my family that it happened. Um Justin's cousin, Kevin, told me, and I was like, what are you talking about? And he's like, yeah, I heard this, and then I reached out to my family and was like, hey, so... heard a story is it true and they were like yeah thank god for kev though because he was like he's like let me call you because i was confused and he was like yeah i heard this and he's like man i'm so sorry and i'm like thanks but sucks and at that point we didn't realize what it was we kind of figured but um yeah it's rough
2: Especially when you are so close to
3: other people who are trying to stay clean and things. And yeah. watching someone that they were close to growing up lose their battle could really like kick them into that kind of thought process too. And that's really scary. Yeah, so. It really
2: shakes you yeah it really shakes you
3: yeah it's it's rough <clears throat> but other than that i mean life's good um i know you guys posted a thing with me but i got engaged on that was exciting it was very emotional he chose to propose to me at my mother's graveside so that she could be there and my dad could be there for the proposal um so
1: that
3: was really
1: sweet. Very thoughtful. Yeah. You're like, that's your mom. like, you're getting engaged. Brittany's celebrating her fifth anniversary. There's nothing for me. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> I'm so over this. We're all going to be sitting around taking pictures. I'm going to be the one with the wine glass. A bottle of wine.
0: Yeah, that's how I feel about like half my friends, though, because like everyone has kids except for me like <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean I, you guys are like more like family so I mean I obviously know that you guys also don't have kids but like mm. when I like hang out with like my friends up here every single one of them have kids and mm-hmm. it's like Ooh. I mean yeah I know I have like two angel babies but like it's still the same and I hate it because like I really want a kid but I don't want a baby I was telling Doug like earlier because like <laughs> there was there was like there was like eight kids in fucking Walmart earlier. They're all screaming, crying, running around. I'm like, "Listen here, I can't do this. I cannot mm-hmm. do this." And he's just like, "Oh, it will be different with you." I'm like, "I don't think so." I I really don't think so. I don't like babies. I don't like hearing crying and I don't like screaming. Like once they hit over 2 years old, I'm like, "Great. I love them so much." But if they're like before 2 years old, I'm like, "Oh,
1: and Has it like put any like serious thought what? into adopting?
0: Oh I want to adopt. I've always wanted to adopt. I've never wanted a natural child, but my husband wants a natural child, and he's a good person. he deserves a natural child, so I both
1: you know it's thinking not about, one or the other
0: no, we we're planning on doing both um but honestly like i'm like ex- like I'm extremely tocophobic. Ever since having my miscarriages, which tokaphobic if it doesn't, if no one knows what that means. It means the, like, phobia of being pregnant or giving birth. Um And I am both. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, maybe we should, like, look into um surrogacy.
2: <laughs> I work. don't want to do this. <laughs> What'd you say? I said that could work. Yeah.
1: I mean, it would still be yours. Yeah. You just wouldn't have to carry it.
0: Like, I'm just, like, I'm tired of struggling. And I'm tired of miscarriages. And I'm also just tired of doctors. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm just all the way around traumatized at the moment. I'm just, like...
1: I'm sure you can find somebody who would be willing to do it. Like, I don't know... I would definitely be asking, like, friends before I found a professional surrogate, because they can get pretty expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Because you've got to pay for everything. Literally, their food, sometimes their bills. Um, If they need new clothing, you're paying for it. All of their medical expenses, you're paying for it. and At that point, you might as well just carry it yourself if you're going to pay all that. Yeah. But... I'm sure you have some wonderful friends who'd be willing to do that for you.
0: I don't know. Well, probably.
1: I <laughs> well, probably that was like the opposite of the reaction I was expecting. <laughs> I was like, oh, she's going to be like, you know, you've got wonderful friends. Yeah, I do. No, that is not what. <laughs>
0: um, I, I, don't know. I can only like, think of like one that would actually probably carry a baby for me. So, And she's actually said that she would. Like if I had like one word miscarried, she would actually talk to her about actually becoming a surrogate for me so
3: do you enjoy dancing while burning calories that you consume throughout the day well you're in luck my name's stephanie and i am a dance to fit instructor based out of morgantown west virginia i offer dance fitness classes which are full body workouts Um, I do it three times a month, every other Saturday, and one day during the week, typically 6.15 to 7.30. You can find me on Dance Fitness with Steph on Facebook to keep up on date with all of the events. Each class is $5 a person. Bring your friends and come and dance and have fun with us. We dance to Christian, hip-hop, pop, and even some country. There is something for everyone. We modify dance moves, so whether it's your first time or your hundredth time, your only competition is yourself.
0: Now I'm going to go into some first response or first responding stories and some home health and end of life care stories um, that are for me. And I'm also going to be reading over Reddit, which actually I'm going to (laughs) be. I'm going to start off with this Reddit story only because, well, damn. But that's all I got to say. <laughs> um, and because I've been wanting to talk about it for like the last hour now. But, um, so, predators with ambulance stories. Why were you in one? And how was the ride? This person or this chick uh, commented. It was like, passed out. When i was eight months pregnant banged my face off the coffee table going down probably was okay from what i recall so but they did question if my husband hit me Uh
2: like
0: i can't oh that had to hurt so bad yeah because you're already swelled especially when you're eight months pregnant and i also wonder why she passed out I want to guess it's probably from either not. I don't know. Pregnancy just makes you dizzy. Honestly. But oh my god. I can't even imagine hitting your fucking face while falling and being pregnant. Jesus God.
1: Number 5,894. Reason
2: to hate being a woman. Yeah, for real. But yeah. So, um
0: <sighs> I'm probably going to just keep it kind of light on my EMS stories because some of them can be very graphic and it's just you just you don't want to know. Um I mean, I guess you do want to know, but I'm just I'm just not going to share them. So,
2: But anyway, so I uh got there there's just so many stories. Um so what I can say
0: I don't know where to begin, honestly, because I, I have a lot of stories and I mean like half of them are graphic. Um what I what I am actually okay, I know the perfect one to start off with because since we're actually talking about like addiction and recovery. Um, I can tell you that, like, so backtrack to, like, when how Jessica and I were, or how Tangent and I was saying earlier is that we had also a cousin to pass away from drug addiction. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, this was, like, when we were, like, 19 years old. And he... And ever since then, I was, like, mad at the world that he passed away, and I was, like, very angry at drugs, obviously. And honestly, I was, like, one of those people that used to think that, like, if you were an addict, then you were just a waste of oxygen. Uh, Because I was just so mad, like, how it tears apart families. Um, But, working on the ambulances, when I really started changing my mind frame, because then you get to actually talk one-on-one with people. Because, like, you know, we'd also have um, of course we'd have ODs and then we'd also have people that were actually in like recovery centers but they were going through withdrawal and like depending on what you're on like you can literally die from reco- trying to recover from like it, when, like in your first week you can actually die from withdrawal which is scary um, and people don't people just think it's easy to get clean it's, it's not because um, you can literally die So, but anyways, I can remember the call. Well, technically there was two, two situations that changed my mind on drug addiction. So the one was, or actually three, there's been three, I've had a lot of stuff happen, so three situations, but totally different situations a a piece. So the first one was actually like when I was in my EMT class. And I was doing my clinicals, and I actually had a double OD. Um, and at first, we thought it was just, like, a couple that, you know, just OD'd together. Which, it kind of was the case, but to find out, actually, it was an elderly couple. And come to find out that her daughter had Bunchauser by proxy. And was purposely ODing them for oh, well, the condition. yeah i mean they purposely whoever has munchauser by proxy will purposely make whoever they're taking care of sick and you know some places like they actually die uh so there was that which you know we gave them some norcan and some iv fluids and they perked right up thankfully most of them were good after that um course they had to go to the hospital we would not just like not take him to the hospital just because they perked up um right but and then my second thing
2: was um it was
0: at a recovery center and this woman was having really bad withdrawal like where we had to take her to the hospital, that's why they called us to transfer her to a hospital to get IV fluids and stuff, because at recovery centers they don't have the that kind of stuff. They don't have IV fluids and shit there. Um but so she had to get that because she was constantly throwing up and shitting and stuff like that. So she was extremely dehydrated and just it was just bad. But, anyways, on the way there, of course, how the conversation started was that she asked me for medication. I was like, honey, by law, I'm not allowed to give you medication. Cause I thought she was asking for like pain medicine. I was like, by law, I'm not allowed to give you any because that'd be me enabling you. And I'm not allowed to do that, especially when you're in a recovery center. And she's like, no, no, no. I don't want that kind of medication. I was like, what kind do you want? She's like, I just want something to make me not throw up anymore. I was like, oh, well, I got you on that one. I can give you that, I got you. So I gave her that and then we just started talking on the way there because it it wasn't like an emergency, you know what I mean, like it wasn't like we were in traffic and stuff and it's not something to run lights over whenever they're stable, you know what I mean? There's the difference between when someone's unstable and dying or not feeling well and stable, but they obviously still need to go. (laughs) But anyway, so it wasn't like a lights and sirens type of deal. So we're, you know, it was a good like 20 minute ride to the hospital. I mean, her we're just talking. I was like, you know, I'm really curious because I never get to ask this, but you know, like, what really made you start this? Like, I- I'm genuinely cu- curious. Like, I'm not trying to sound rude or anything. I just, I really want to know how people get like this because I, I don't understand it, and I want to understand it so I don't be so I'm not judgmental anymore. You know. And she was like telling me like the different because this like was her third time in recovery. And she was saying like how she got addicted was because she was young and party life. And that's how she got addicted the first time that she recovered. But then she relapsed because she got into an abusive relationship and he was on drugs. And he obviously ended up getting her on drugs. And then. Um, then end up recovering again through a center and then got out and then the third time she actually got into some type of accident where she had to be on pain medicine and that just all started back over because then now not only does she have a passive being an addict but she's also in pain because of the accident you know what i mean so it's just like a double-edged sword right there so i wanted to understand you know what i mean because i don't like being that mean person And then the third thing that changed me also is because one of my partners on the ambulance was actually a recovering drug addict as well. And um, she also told me like her story, like she was obviously clean now, but she, uh, but yeah, like even while she was actively working as an EMT, she was an addict the whole time. And no one knew because she knew how to cover it up. And shit, but you know, life just got too much for her at one point in time because, um, you know, just like a lot of home drama, like not drama, I don't want to call it drama, but just like a lot of home stuff that was happening that was like pretty much her only escape. Um, but now she's in recovery, which is great, and it's just really sad to see it, and you know, I. I really hate Big Pharma because, honestly, like, they're, like, 90, like, 95% of the reason why we are in the predicament that we are in.
3: Yeah, it's, um, you get, you're like me. I I get really protective around certain people. Um, you know, with being with Justin, of course, you know, he's one of those that I'm, I'm pretty protective over. Like, if someone make some ignorant comments about him being an addict and shit like that. I'm like, listen, I will fight you right here. Like, don't mess with me. Um, there's been times where like, there's been friends of mine, not going to name names, but she's been an addict for like 90% of her life. She can't stay clean. Um, she's overdosed. I don't know how many times. Well, she hit me up about Kev one day. Because she was like, who's that guy that's, like, comment, like sharing stuff with you all the time? And I explained it to her. And she really thought I was with both Kev and Justin, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> and I was like, no, no, it ain't like that. I promise you that much. But I straight up told her, I said, no, don't come anywhere near him. Because, you know, that would just bring him down a path that I don't want him to go down. Um, because you know, they, they they're very strong in their recovery, but if at any point, um, their drug of choice was in front of them, I don't know, you know, you just, you never know because it's an everyday, it's an everyday battle and they're powerless to the drug like once, and it's an actual disease. Like that's what people don't understand. Yeah. Is it's not like they ch- they woke up one day and was like oh let me let me stick this needle in my arm um no it's a lot of times from what I've heard um from you know meetings is a lot of times these people start with their parents you know yeah. when they're young their parents give them the drug the first time or they get forced mm-hmm. um so it sucks I mean and yeah, when no, you have ignorant people that don't understand like that's m- what makes a lot of Um, addicts relapse. To be honest, is not having the support and the understanding that they deserve. So,
0: and so I follow. I don't know if you guys follow. If you don't, you should. I'm trying to think of what his name is, real quick. I know it's Richie something or Ricky something. Um, give me one moment. Because he is like, yeah, Richie Weber. He is freaking amazing. He's and maybe if Steph, if you don't. If you don't follow him, I'm going to actually send you this stuff because I think it'd be really good for, like, Justin. You know what I mean?
3: Um, outside of, like, with you talking about, like, the the EMT stories and stuff, um, I have a little, I don't know, I'm I'm a little upset about a something situation. Um, with, so, okay, my, we talked about my cousin Chris already, um. The ambulance that came to the mines to get him knew that they were going for a possible overdose, and they did not have any Narcan on them
0: Wait, at excuse all me?
3: In this ambulance. No.
0: That's like a basic thing,
3: literally. Exactly. So, yeah, we were kind of pissed about that because would it have saved his life? Maybe. Maybe not.
0: It's
3: but a good chance it could have. Yeah, and they but they didn't even have a chance because they did not have any in the ambulance, which I was kind of like, why? Like, why would you go, knowing that this is possible, possibly an overdose, and not be prepared? You know what I mean? And that's again where some of that ignorant shit comes in at, like people. I don't know.
0: See, I'm not trying to interrupt you, but this is what really pisses me off. Because I'd push the issue. Like I'm not. I'm being completely 100% serious right now. I'm not joking. I'm not even trying to make this like escalate. But I'm serious. Like you need to go over that or like push for like malpractice. Like I'm not trying to make anyone lose their fucking jobs right now. But yeah, there are literally some EMTs and paramedics because they're fucking shitty will seriously purposely take that shit off the ambulance because they don't believe that drug addicts deserve to live. I'm not even kidding you because yeah. I've seen it firsthand while working on the ambulance and actually someone just recently actually unfriended him on Facebook because he was such a piece of shit. He posted, it was actually the month, like, is it April or May? That's for, um, addiction awareness. Um, it's either April or May.
2: Mm -hmm. And
0: he posted about addicts and how they don't deserve to live. I was like, you're a piece of shit. I was like, I really hope to God. Because I used to work with him on the ambulance. And I was like, I really hope you don't work on the ambulance anymore. Because if you do, then you shouldn't have your fucking license or certification if you feel that way. Like, I get it that it's so oversaturated with ODs. But I don't give a fuck. You signed up to do a fucking job. Do it. That's to save lives do it to your best ability Ooh, i'm getting really passionate right now no but no really. that's something that they should have had because okay i'm also going to explain to you how ambulances work so you have a bls and an als which is either basic life support or advanced life support and the advanced life support always has a paramedic and an emt or two paramedics the basic life support has two emts on it okay or an emt mm-hmm. and a driver Basic life support BLS trucks do not have a lot of, like, injectable stuff, so they can't give you, like, you know, like, injectable, like, uh, um like, pain medication or certain pills or, you know what I mean? Like, they don't have, like, that special yeah. lockbox that, like, paramedics have because BLS is only supposed, like, they only can do so much. Like, they can check blood, like, blood glucose and uh, stuff like that, like, check your, you know, do basic life-saving stuff, but they're not allowed mm-hmm. to do anything prescription-wise, other than Narcan and EpiPens and stuff like that, like, those kind of injectables, or, you know, obviously Narcan, you don't have to inject them. Like, everyone knows. Right. And the thing is, like, they sh- they could have did that, like, and I don't, like, especially like, for an OD, I don't get why they did an ALS truck. Maybe one wasn't available, I could see that, but I'm just saying like, they could have given him Narcan, an Epi, well, not, I wouldn't say like an Epi-Pen, but like an actual like syringe of epinephrine, and they could start compressions and gave him saline solution to flush his system.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm just saying, like, that, that really pisses me off.
1: I'm pretty sure when you, uh, When you take that oath, it doesn't say everyone except for drug addicts. Everyone except for overweight people or trans people or gay people or people with STDs. You don't get to pick and choose who you help.
0: Nope. The only thing what I will say, and of course you guys know me, I'm very big in the LGBTQ community. Medical wise... Sometimes you do need that transparency, like, if you haven't had the change yet, or just because the thing is, is, like, your cells and everything else is so biologically the sex that you were born with, and also, there are some medications that you cannot take as, like, for certain sex. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm.
1: No, I I agree with that, like, 100%. Like, be open and honest with your doctors. Yeah. But... Because that could literally be a life-changing
0: thing or a life-saving or life-ending matter right then and
1: there. they do need that. They need that transparency. But it's like the moment they look at you and start treating you differently because you identify or you are or you plan on being or however you want to describe it. If your sex is different on your driver's license than it is in person and they start giving you an issue... You have every right to say, get the hell out
3: of my room. It's a crooked world out there, though. I mean, I I remember.
0: And I get, like, like, I'm probably the only person in this group that's actually not religious. But, like, I get, like, it's fine that you practice your religion. But especially in a medical background, religion should be kept out. Obviously, unless you're wanting to pray for someone, that's a little different. Okay? But like or as whatever in...
1: medical procedure, pre- yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Perce- how how in God's name do I say this word? Procedure goes <laughs> so against yeah. your medical or your religious beliefs. Yeah. That's the only time it should be involved.
0: Yeah, like yeah, and that's the patients, not the doctors. Let's clarify mm-hmm. that because a doctor could be. We're just going to use abortion for an example say a doctor is pro-life which is weird to me if a doctor is pro-life to be honest um, but whatever um, there are there are some out there and but it's just like even if you're not okay with that just because it's like oh well I the baby to live no like if the mother's life is in danger it's that's your job to save her life Yeah, I get the whole elective abortion thing I I get it but, like, if it's not, like, if it's, like, a medical emergency, and you're, like, well, I'm pro-life, so I'm not going to give her the life-saving surgery that she needs, like, say, like, an emergency C-section for an early, you know what I mean? Like, say she's bleeding out or something, and you decide not to terminate the pregnancy because you don't believe in abortion, like, I'm sorry, you need your medical license revoked at that moment because your religion and beliefs are literally detrimental to potentially ending someone's life that doesn't need to be ended when it could have been saved by a surgery. Because I'm sorry if it comes to it, most mothers are willing to pick their baby over themselves. But, like, sometimes, like, they're so far gone that the baby's not even going to survive. You know what I mean? Right. And I just... Yeah. Or, like, say, like, okay, for example, there's some religions out there that they don't believe in. Blood transfusions and stuff. Well, you can't sit there and deny someone a blood transfusion to save their life because you, your religion doesn't believe in blood transfusion. Do You know what I mean? It's just... Yeah. I, I just don't... I think religion needs to be kept out of medical stuff. Completely. Um, because it clouds mm-hmm. the mind of actually saving someone's life. Mm-hmm. Again, you can pray for someone. Definitely. I'm not saying don't don't pray or something like that. Uh, but like I said, when it comes to actually like saving or ending someone's life, you should, uh, yeah, not bring your religion into it. Your religious beliefs, rather. So. I was like, now this whole thing, which I just came across this, there's literally pastors out there that don't believe that autism is real and they think that the kids possess I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me? We really are we really back in the like the whatever year? What's her name was um oh my god what's oh my god guys help me the exorcism
2: um the famous exorcist or exorcism
1: fuck Annalise
0: I think so the one like she like got like twenty freaking ex or yeah, plenty of them. Yeah, and here she actually died Annalise. of starvation.
1: Yep, she was malnourished.
0: Yeah, Shit um, like that. Pretty sure it was Annalise. Yeah, like, and I'm not saying that she wasn't possessed, she could have definitely still been possessed. But the thing have is, she actually heard- did die of starvation because they were not feeding her.
1: It's Annalise Michael.
0: Okay, yeah. That one,
1: yeah. Did you hear the, like, the live recording? Because they recorded her.
0: Listen here, I'm not saying she wasn't possessed, okay? I'm
1: no, just saying she's she wasn't possessed, bro. <laughs> yeah. Like, because I was watching, um, I think it was uh, BuzzFeed Supernatural, yeah, they covered her case, yeah, and um, I remember them talking about how they had like recordings of her and how she sounded and things and they played it live and like i fully wholeheartedly believe that woman was possessed yes they treated her wrong 100 percent. but like there was something up because it sounded demonic coming out of her and she weighed like 20 pounds soaking wet so there's no way it was just her
0: but like oh no i'm just saying that they could have fed her that's all i'm saying
2: -hmm. And they did
0: starve her. Like, it was, it did like finally come out that she was actually starved because they weren't feeding her. That's why I'm saying it's screwed up.
1: You can see, um,
0: again, I'm not saying that exorcism is bad. And I totally believe that their exorcisms work when they need to. I'm not saying, I'm not even saying that I'm completely against, like, I believe in God. I, I'm just not a religious person. I think religion itself is kind of bad because it's like, not every church. I'm not trying to talk bad on all churches either. It's just a lot of them are just in it for the money. That's what I'm saying. They'll try to get more people into their church for more money. And that's what they'll they'll focus on like they don't really actually care about helping you. You know what I mean? Right. That's all I'm saying. I'm not I'm not trying to sound bad against anyone's religion. If it helps you get through life and is like a positive thing in your life, I'm happy for you and keep going with it. Um but religion was not a good positive experience for me.
1: (laughs) Yeah. If you're using it to manipulate other people, then you're a piece of shit.
0: Yes, exactly. That's what I'm going. And also, right. as a pro-choice person, I'm going to fight tooth and nail for you to keep your religious freedom, by the way. Just putting that out there. <laughs> like, because I, I, yeah, I just, I, I don't believe that the government should have, like, stuff have anything to do with like, religion or, or medical decisions. Yeah, like, anything. But I also <laughs> don't believe that it should also be in the courts either. Like, as in I think when you're in the government and stuff like that, like you need to be completely biased. Like you don't bring your religion or your, your own personal beliefs. Like you, they need actually, you know what I would love to see in the government is like when they're making these kind of laws against people's bodies, like have an actual doctor on board. (laughs) but since you're wanting to make medical decisions, like how about we actually get like an actual medical person there?
1: I want their daughters. And granddaughters to stand in front of them and then look them directly in the face and say, "No, you can't have health care for this certain issue." Yeah.
3: Exactly.
2: Yeah,
0: or like anyone belief. can just like we're be just like, if you're, not, yeah, if you're against it, then you're against it. And I, yeah. I completely understand, but don't let your like that doesn't mean
1: that, that we're going life. to stop fighting for what we believe. Yeah, like there is enough world here for all of us to coexist. Without yeah. ripping each other's faces off, I should yeah. absolutely have every right to say, Hey, I no longer want my uterus without a man saying, Well, maybe exactly. I want kids. Well, you know what, bitch? You want kids? Have them with your next wife because it's not going to yeah. be with me. It's like you body. don't have to tell me what to do. Yeah. Like, this is not the 1800s. I don't have to get married and pop out two kids before I'm 16. Yeah. This is not how this works. Oh. I <sighs> hope.
0: And I wouldn't have been so, I mean, I'm so mad no matter what the decision came out to be. But, like, I i wouldn't have been so mad if these stupid fucks politicians are deciding, or governors and politicians and stuff, are now trying to press the issue of trying to get rid of birth control and condoms and stuff. You know, the things that prevent abortions. Because they're fucking, and actually, let me just say this. Birth control is actually health care as well. It's not just to prevent babies. Like there are some medical conditions that literally like women cannot even have a period because they will literally bleed to death. Right. And they need birth control to stop them from menstruating.
1: Yeah, like literally. there's a woman I used to work with. Um her daughter had cerebral palsy mm-hmm. and she had another medical condition. But um it made her periods so bad. That she would double over and couldn't stand up straight. Yeah. She couldn't walk, nothing. The doctor prescribed her a med. No, it was a shot. That she would get every month before her period started. Yeah. And it would prevent her from actually having a monthly period. Yeah. And that's threatening that now.
3: Yeah, like... Honestly, like, a lot of people in my life would have had a coronary if they would have known when I started birth control. Because, like, I have a super, super low estrogen issue. And they put me on birth control when I was, like, 14. Because what it was doing was I was having migraines. And I'm talking, like, head-splitting can't get out of bed throwing up migraines for like weeks at a time at 14 and 15 years old and they were like uh yeah that probably shouldn't be happening and their only option for me was oh well we're gonna put on birth control to force your body into like getting the estrogen and like having a normal period I don't know. It's like people. There's so much stigma around like when you should start it, why you should start it, and it's like it's none of your business. It's my body, and if I'm using it for like a health reason, like I mean, I was fourteen, missing school because I couldn't even get out of bed because of my migraines, and I would still get shit from people. Like, oh my god, they they would go after my grandma, being like. Oh, you t- you're letting her be sexually active and shit like that, and she's like, "No, I'm not. Like, this has all, nothing to do with." that. If you're sexually shit. active. Yeah, it's like it has
1: nothing to do with that. It had to do like, with it's like weird actual- that you're concerned with a 14 year old girl's body. Exactly.
3: Yeah, like, it was. It not was insane. connect the dots
1: there. That's really creepy, bro.
3: Really mm-hmm. creepy.
2: You're very passionate about a lot of things. I am. And it's really awesome to hear.
0: It's just because like I've I've just been through so much and I really have. Like this is exactly why I'm writing a book because like people literally just won't believe half the shit that i went through cuz they're like, "Oh, you're definitely making this up." And I'm not. Like <laughs> and and that's like why I'm just so passionate about it now because like I just feel like I, it's not even that I just feel like, with my experiences, I have helped a lot of people. But two other ambulance stories real quick before you go, because it involves addiction. So, and this is the kind of addicts that I don't like. And I like I said, I try not to judge. But this one did piss me off, I ain't going to lie. Because she had a baby. This was like her fourth kid. Two of them have already been taken away. She only has one at home. And then the one that she, she actually gave birth at home because she decided not to go to the hospital one time. But anyways, the whole entire time, she would say, like, oh, well, I need a cigarette break. And here she would go over to sheets so she could have, so she could go pee and stuff because she didn't want drug tested. Because she knew that she had tested dirty. And the thing mm-hmm. is, I'm like, well, they have the cord blood. Like, they literally have the umbilical cord, which will Lily tell anything that you've ever put in your system (laughs) just saying girlfriend you're not gonna be hiding that much um but whatever don't pee it's fine um but she literally didn't care about her baby and that's not just being an addict that's just who she is like she just really pissed me off honestly I can't even blame drugs on that she's just a shitty person um but like Lily her best friend was like the only one that was interested in the baby Cause we had, cause this is when I was working on the pick you and NICU truck, and we had to take the baby from one hospital to the children's hospital, cause they didn't have the equipment that the baby needed. And uh, she just, she literally did not give a shit. Like she literally even said that she's like, cause like, oh yeah, cause we always h- hand them like a packet of like all the information they're gonna need to like you know come see their baby or get any updates on their baby. And she's like, yeah, I really don't care. I'll I'll be up there whenever. I can make it. Like what? What? But then there was this other girl that she was a recovering addict, and she was actually really bad on heroin until she found out she mm-hmm. was pregnant, and then she got on Subutex or Subox, and whichever one's safe for pregnancy. And she, I was just so horrible because her baby, I think it lived, but um, her when her baby was born had a collapsed lung, and sometimes mm-hmm. that just happens during birth unfortunately it doesn't matter if you were on drugs or not you know what i mean um but she was crying she's like i did this to him i was like honey sometimes it just happens i'm like you did the right thing like you literally went through the steps that you were supposed to take to get clean and she's like well i'm not clean i'm on this i'm like well you go to a clinic right well she's like well yeah like okay well then you're clean in my book it's like it's not like you're doing anything illegal like you're literally doing the stuff that's safe for your baby and you like you're doing fine, and it's just really sad because she's crying because she was upset. I mean, obviously her baby's like really sick, has a collapsed lung, but um, but it's like it's it's weird to see the two different types of parents. And like I said, I try not to judge, but like I said, I'm not even judging the one person for being on drugs. He was just a shitty person. I'm blaming it on drugs. I'm like, no, drugs didn't make you that way. You're just a shitty person.
1: I was really confused Um, just then. You said shitty, and I thought you said city. I'm like, what does that have to do with being in a city? Like, honest to God, this entire time I thought you were saying city. It didn't click that you said shitty. I'm like, you know, city people don't do drugs, right? Like, it's not just because she's in the city. Like, really, that's not right.
0: Yeah, and like I said, I'm not even blaming the drugs on, she. she's just a really shitty person. Like, her being yeah. an addict has nothing to do with not giving two shits about her kid. That's right. just who she is. She's just a shitty person. So, that's yeah. why I wanted to correct myself and say, like, it's not the drugs that made her a shitty person. She's a shitty person. Yeah. <laughs> and see, that's what pisses me off. It's like, how do people like that get pregnant so fucking easy? Right. So easy. And there's, like, people that make wonderful parents that, really give the world to their kids, and they struggle having kids. Why? Mm -hmm. (laughs) This is not fair.
1: I mean, I don't know if you guys thought about it or not. I know that this, um, it's a thing that some people, some people have done it for a long time. Some people are just now starting to do it, but they're carrying um, Narcan on them.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Like they're starting to carry it on their person.
0: Yeah, I really think it needs uh, to be done.
1: Yeah, and it's just, it's not for themselves.
0: No, it's like they
1: run into anyone. Cross somebody who has overdosed.
0: I'm trying All to right, find somewhere that it's free, because sometimes they actually have, like, things like I know that Morgantown offers it sometimes, mm-hmm. and it's really where you can get Narcan for free.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I carry and one in my car.
0: So I really feel like anyone that has a heart <laughs> the a heart and feeling should really carry one, so they could save someone's life, potentially
3: yeah um, yeah you but... actually can look up on um the internet when certain places are going to have so- narcan training um uh, because they will That's do good. narcan training and distribution so good do they need like, more the of this that i know of is hilling appalachia in lewisburg um we're actually volunteering for it it's in september
0: oh, september okay
3: yeah, it's two Dude, days in Dude, start
0: posting about it. Send me the link. I want to post about that shit. That shit needs to be shared. Okay. It said Healing of... What?
3: Yeah, it's called Healing Appalachia. Okay. All right, it's literally like a music festival. Tyler Childers is going to be there and everything.
0: Cool. Okay. And so, it's free for... So, and they so. have... They have a sign that says about the trade. Hold on. I'm trying to read it.
2: Yeah, they're going to have
3: Narcan training and distribution, as well as meetings, um, themed meetings, and stuff like that.
1: Next week is going to be a sober episode for everyone. It is going to be focusing on addiction and recovery and life after. Um, we're going to be hearing some personal stories not only from your hosts, but people close to the hosts. So we are looking forward to sharing that positivity and that hope to each and every one of you. We hope you're excited for it. Uh, Anything else to add? No,
0: I think we're good.
1: Yep. All right.
0: Bye. Bye i no not going to lie.